The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. <sighs> I just, I'm, I worry about your attitude with this show, Dave. There's a lot of, there's a yawning in the trailer, isn't there? You, you <laughs> yawn in the trailer. <laughs> And you're starting yes, the show with you're trying to be high energy. Let's grab this quarantine by its balls because I'm assuming this quarantine is a is a man, and and you're there yawning. You're, you you know you're being teabagged by the quarantine's balls. Here's here's my thought on it. We between us are representing the whole nation. You are representing the people that still have to work and get up at five thirty six. What time? What time are you starting work at the moment? I'm doing magic breakfast this week, so I was up at six. I mean, it's hardly a punishment. I had to get out of bed and drag my sorry ass into the room right next door to me in my wife's bedroom, and then yeah. do the radio. And what I love about it is because. Best still trying to sleep. But when I'm doing the radio, I really try and, you know what I mean, just take it up there yeah. and wake her up with the noise of me bellowing. So yeah, I'm, I'm tired and stretchy. You're representing that half of the country and I'm representing um, the students and the freelancers and people that basically have nothing to get up for. And I'll be honest, kind of thrilled about it at the moment. I'm enjoying it. Two weeks in, it's an absolute dream. Uh, Going to bed late, getting up late, having a nice time. Fucking such a twat. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Um, welcome to Cabin Peter. This is the Great Big Owl Isolation Podcast. We do it from all our own homes. Um, various members of the Great Big Owl family, various friends of ours drop in, tell us what's going on in their isolation. We have a nice time. Tom gets annoyed because he's been up for five hours. That's it, isn't I it? In a nutshell. just got out of bed. <laughs> and you'll be going back for a nap after this. Um, Dave, I've made you a gift. Oh, that's nice. And I'll be honest, surprising. Go on. What's the thing I get for you every year when it's your birthday? What do I get you? Uh, zero. Th- nothing. Ah, that's it? not fair. I get you one times text message. That's what I get you every single year. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If you if the gift you've made me is a text message. I'm just going to text you now? No. No, no, it's not. I've, I've made you this because we were talking yesterday about, um, well, we were talking about the prison phone call. Do you remember when we were talking about um, Tiger King and how there's a clip yeah. where you hear the person having the phone call at the beginning and it reminded us of, of us of Cereal, which is... Yes. You know, so I've made you a little, I made you a little thing. You ready? Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from. This is Dave Cribb, an inmate at Florida Correctional Institution. This call is subject <laughs> to recording and monitoring. Welcome. <laughs> sure, really nice. I mean, look, I, I, I'll be honest. I got two thoughts on that. Oh, I hope they're positive. I hope they're both both positive, or it's going to get. I get very sulky very quickly. One I really enjoyed is so that's that's the positive one, right? Yeah. Two. What I'm wondering, Tom, and I mean this in the nicest possible way. Is, is what your brain went through <laughs> that got you to, I will mock up a prison call warning. Uh, what's the word? I don't know, mate. I've been up since six, so frankly, you can provide the words. <laughs> what made Tom Price's brain think? The thing that I should probably do today is create a hypothetical scenario where my co-host is in an American prison and is calling me. And what would that sound like? Part of me gets off on the idea of you stuck in a cell. Big big bobber. (laughs) Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from... This is Dave Cribb. An inmate at Florida Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. There you go. That's Dave Cribb. That's what... If Dave Cribb is in prison... 
It's nice to have one of those in the Arsenal. I worry for you. Trust me, you'll be getting several in the Arsenal if you go to an American jail anytime soon. <laughs> I worry for you and your family at this point, Tom, because uh, so I'm not sure your brain is functioning completely correctly. <laughs> Honestly, it's rattling around. Um, anyway, how are you? What have you made for me this morning? Uh, I've made you absolutely nothing. Thank um, you. I'm absolutely fine, thank you. I was... Well, actually, no, I'll tell you what I've made for you, Tom, every day. Uh, is this podcast. <laughs> so oh, yeah, fair, fair, Last yeah. night, finishing the edit and checking that out. So actually, yeah. in many ways, I'm the better human. Yeah. Uh, no, that's probably a bit strong, isn't it's it? a bit much, point? isn't it? But you, if, you don't, if you don't like you saying that, you can edit it out later on, can't you? That's the gift you've <laughs> yeah. got. What I meant was, in many ways, I'm the more disorganised human because I mm. keep waiting till midnight to actually get around to doing it. What have you been watching? What's, what's, what's been going into your done eyes, it. by the Tiger way? Tiger King, done. F- have you completed done. Tiger King? completed Tiger King oh wow great Um, we'll talk about it when you catch up that's absolutely fine I'm also uh, 80% of the way through the Disney Plus series Encore uh, which I'd like to talk to our guest today about as well because it's right up her alley she's sitting there waiting I was just going to say before we bring Rosie out which I'm very excited about I was watching This Country yesterday yeah I love it it's great so I know the vicar on it shall I give him a a message and get him on this you know the vicar on This Country yes absolutely this podcast just needs guests Tom you know that don't 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 ask me mate Mate. We got we got a man off Twitter to do us a quiz the other day. Like yeah, okay, fine, all right. I'll, we can I'll have the vicar book. from this country on. Um, but listen, forget about the vicar from this country. We've got a f- what a fucking pearl of a guest we've got on the show right now. Very excited about this. Uh, but we're going to play a sting first, right? Because we're professionals. Yeah? Yes. Okay. The comedian, the writer, the wonderful human, Rosie Jones. And Rosie, I'm just going to ask you the question we ask everyone on this podcast: Are you completely hungover to shit this morning? <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely. About ten minutes ago, I had my head fully in the toilet, fully choking <laughs> up. So if I get through this entire podcast without vomiting it's a miracle ditto me to be honest i just often feel quite nauseous but i really like that it's a, it feels like there's a jeopardy yeah exactly this podcast i'll be honest rosie so far the guests have come on and there's been absolutely no chance of them throwing up and they've been slick not sick so yeah let's let's do it let's do it and just to be clear if you do throw up um rosie don't think we'll edit around or we'll cut away we'll absolutely listen and we'll leave in every single morsel oh no i want you the listeners they come on my journey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of vomiting with me. Oh, hop on the vomit comic, guys. <laughs> so, what's your turnaround from this place? If you go, if you're now starting from a fairly solid hangover, are we talking? Will you have a night off, or by six pm are you going to be like mm, a little bit, a little bit thirsty actually? Oh, I absolutely need to get back on the wine tonight. Great. <laughs> I really genuinely worry about the nation's health by the end of it. Because did you see the World Health Organization? I think I might have talked about this yesterday. Said, no, you mustn't drink through this. That's not the answer. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, you need to drink 
So where is your isolation happening, Rosie? So I come back home to Yorkshire. So I'm living with my mum and dad for the longest time in about 12 years. Hence all the drinking. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing you like a sort of Roman emperor sitting on your <laughs> chaise long. You know what? I'm a 30-year-old woman and I am getting spoiled <laughs> shit. <laughs> My dad has taken to quarantine like a doctor water. Mm. He's playing the piano every day. So when I'm working, I got this lovely soundtrack throughout. And then every afternoon, he goes and he bakes a cake. Oh, my God. That's so idyllic. I'm living the dream i genuinely worry right dave i'm sure i feel i don't know if you feel like it's not i don't know how much you're enjoying quarantine i and i know i'm stuck here with my kids but i we're having a nice time i'm worried about when life goes back to normal the first thing i'm gonna do when everyone's released is probably have a quiet night in like i fucking love quarantine i'm having the best time i don't think i wanted to go back to normal yeah the idea of waking up in the morning at a time that is, you know, before a time I can just decide on my own. Yeah. Getting in the shower, putting some clothes on. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I am <laughs> living the jogging pants lifestyle. Oh, yeah, I've been naked like, for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, putting some clothes on, going out, getting on the tube or getting on the bus or oh. whatever. Wherever or going to a meeting. Yeah. Going or to, catching up oh, with a friend. A meeting. Oh, oh it sounds dread. Honestly, sounds dreadful. Yeah. Watching a sporting event. Oh, fuck off. Oh. Codan quite a sociable person. I'm a bit like now I need it to be over. Mm. I need to get to the pub. I need to see all my friends. But really, I only want to do that for one day. Yeah. If I <laughs> could have one day out of quarantine and get my social fix, yeah. and then I'd be like, right, I'm all right, <laughs> back to my house I go. It's basically shore leave. <laughs> Is what you're after <laughs> yeah yeah just one day every six weeks yeah i couldn't for my life i'd be happy <laughs> 
It's like we're on a submarine. It's great. Yeah, it's like I was going to say those days would be absolutely wild, though, wouldn't they? You go into any town centre and it would just be people having sex everywhere. Well, this is the day, guys. Yeah, I think, Dave, a lot of people are fucking at the moment. I hope the NHS is ready. There's several things that are going to happen off the back of this. First of all, we're going to need a lot of midwives in about nine months' time, right? Secondly, the the output of work is going to plummet next summer because every single sports event, I don't know about you, but I'm taking next year off to watch sport. I've realised how much I need sport in my life. I've realised that things like like next year, the Olympics and the Euros and oh, just so many things are going to be on at once. I am going to do nothing next year. Nothing. Yeah, and we've got to do two Edinburgh festivals next year as well. <laughs> so it's like two months. Yeah. Bloody hell. Don't even joke about that. No. 60 days straight. Thank you. I think it was an Edinburgh comic who fucked a bat in the first place because they didn't want to do a show this year. I'll put it out now. I think this whole coronavirus is down to Jordan Brooks. Who won the comedy award last year and he just wants to be the reigning king for two years. (laughs) That is a great conspiracy theory. We should try and get Jordan on, Tom, and uh, and, and put it to him. We can turn this into a whole sort of courtroom drama. Rosie accuses Jordan. Jordan can defend himself. Jordan, my final question. Did you fuck a bat? That's that's how it has to end. Oh, he would absolutely fuck a bat. (laughs) There's no doubt. You must feel this as well, guys. As self-employed, you know, wishy-washy, stupid creatives who who sort of wander, float around the world, occasionally picking up a bit of work, I'm a bit annoyed that everyone else is now in the same boat as me. Being at home, watching Netflix, sitting in my pants in the daytime, that was our thing, and that's been taken... That's been stolen. It's mainstreamed. How dare they? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what we do. Is that Steve from Accounts wearing sports clothes at home? Fuck you, Steve. That's my thing. You don't deserve it, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Get back in your meeting room, mate. Put your suit back on, Steve. We deserve it because we are tortured artists. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Yes, this. It is a bit scary, isn't it? Yes, it is scary, but we've now self-isolated for a couple of weeks. We haven't really seen anyone. I went to the supermarket yesterday and I, I was... I was very nervous. I was properly shitting a brick, especially because I did the thing of I got to the tills and I was nearly done. And I realised I bought drumsticks instead of breasts. We've all been there. And I said, I got, I've got to dash back. And she went, yeah, fine, 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 go, go, go. And I wanted to do the dash back to the chicken bit. But to dash through a supermarket, a small supermarket now, you can't dash through. I found that quite, and genuinely afterwards, I felt quite sort of freaked out by being in the supermarket. And I started to think, oh, I've got a cough coming on. Oh, my God. It's an anxious time. This is the thing I'm, I'm interested about when it all goes back to normal, because I think everyone feels like there's going to be a day when the government presses a button and goes, you're all released into the wild. The whole thing's gone. But there's no way that anyone's ever going to be able to say with 100% certainty this virus is now dead, right? So when we actually go back, I think we're all going to be keeping like away from each other, shaking hands and then immediately going to wash our hands. You know what I mean? Like there's going to be a lot of like really weird social behaviour. I think it'll all happen so slowly. 
will be like, oh, that was weird. Wasn't it when we were locked in the houses for two years? <laughs> That's the other thing as well. Oh God! You know, the first day we might nip to the shop and be like, oh. Oh, life's life's normal again. And the second day, we're like, get on the bus and go to work, but not actually go in. We'll be like, I've done it. I've done, like that is a big step. And mm. you know, everyone will be really tentatively hopping around. And I think there's going to be a lot of companies. And I, I know I'm not. This is not really a hot take because a lot of people have been saying this. But there's a lot of companies that will go. Well, we have realised we do not need to pay ten thousand dollars a day for an office. Mm. You're all working from home from now on. And there'll be a lot of people that are like, well, we could just go to the pub and you know, especially where we live, say in London, where you can travel for forty five minutes to get to the bloody pub to see your mates that live on the other side of town. You might as well just be like, I'm doing a zoom in my pants, lads. We'll have a beer. And also, the thing I re- I'm really interested in. We're almost we're almost getting serious, Dave, which is dangerous uh, territory for this podcast, by the way. But I yes. really love that. I love what it's done to emissions because I'm a big, free, you know, I really worry about climate change. And if you look at where, what's happened with emissions and pollution, maybe people will change that. Maybe this. I read an article the other day saying this could be a really, really big moment after this is all over when everyone goes back and you're not going to be fucking flying to Helsinki for a meeting you know you just do it in your pants at home for god's sake it's the tech is there it's it's exciting in that sense try to find positives right rosie got a question for you mate i've um so little peek behind the scenes me and rosie are in a uh, a whatsapp group about musical theater basically of musical theater nerds aren't we we uh, go and see musicals together big fans of musicals all the good ones just like loads of comedian types in there um, and also Sunil Patel's in there because we made him go and see Six and I've never <laughs> seen a man look more sort of nonplussed. He <laughs> had no idea where he was. <laughs> it was... I've, on a, I've used the word nonplussed there, guys. Can I just bring you a little factoid that I learnt uh, this week? Um, I learned what nonplussed meant for the first time this week. Do you actually know what non- the definition of nonplussed is? No. Uh, but how would you use it? Right? How would you? What would if you? If I was a bit miffed. Say, I'm, right. So Sunil, Sunil Patel, I said, is sitting there nonplussed, which I yeah. think means like yeah. he just doesn't give a shit. You know? Yeah. 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 But the word nonplussed actually means that you're so surprised and confused that you're not unsure how to react. It's like the opposite of not giving a shit. It's like you're so overwhelmed. I would never use it in that context. No, but that's what it means. And that, I, I that's think quite we're positive. all using <gasps> That show was so great. Yeah. I was, t- what, how, how was it? I was, I was, oh, I was nonplussed. I was completely nonplussed. That's mad. You wouldn't say that. Yeah. It's like to be at a loss at what to say or think because of, a, because of an overwhelming sense of, of, of surprise. Sorry, Dave, what are you talking about? How did we get to this nonplussed uh, tangent? I'm, well, I'm, because I was just discussing the word nonplussed with oh, a friend the other day, and yeah. she was like, do you know what that means? I think I just used it, and she was like, I just learned what that meant this week. And for for was, a second, I thought there was a musical called Nonplussed the Musical. That's all. I'm just checking no, it. <laughs> yes, and I've written it, and uh, everyone should buy a ticket now, please. <laughs> write it now. <laughs> do it. Get up early and <laughs> yes. write it. Stop drinking and sleeping. Yes, easy. I mean, we could have a bloody great musical by the end of this, you know. But anyway, so sorry, this is all a real uh, waffle fest into me asking you about Encore because uh, I put it on our WhatsApp group the other day. I've been watching Encore on Disney+. Plus. Have you watched it? Question one. No, because I need to get Oh, Rosie. Now, we haven't really talked about this much on the show. (laughs) Every single day. Every day. 
It's amazing. I've now got to the stage where my um, kids, every morning, I come downstairs after I've been doing the breakfast show, and my kids are sitting in their pyjamas at half past nine, and they've been watching The Simpsons for like two hours. Is that not the best parenting ever? Perfect. So good. So happy. I, I see it as like a two... Like I'm walking into a shop and like or a museum and I can go two ways. Now when I go into Disney Plus, I can go left and see The Simpsons, or I can go right and see everything else. But there's fucking loads of other stuff. Depends what mood I'm in when I walk into the sort of Disney Plus museum. But yeah, but um, Encore. Here's the pitch. I'll, I'll I'll pitch it to you. It is hosted by Kristen Bell, and I say hosted. I mean that in a very 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 loose way. Um, you know, like at the start of Panorama, where someone does a piece to camera that's clearly recorded years or weeks after they've actually done the documentary, and then they just play the tape. So Kristen Bell sat in a room and goes, hello, I'm Kristen Bell. Welcome to Encore. Here's three sentences. Now here's a lot of show that crew have actually edited and put together. Um, but she uh, she gets groups of former high school friends 20, 30, 40 years later, and they go back and they recreate their senior year musical that they did in high school. So whatever they performed in the last year of high school, uh, they all go back and do it. So there's like 50-year-olds doing Annie and being 10-year-old orphans. And it's wonderful. I'd say there's a couple of duds in there, but mostly they're a bit teary. They're a bit emotional. You get all their kids watching, looking really proud. It's really sweet. Um, But crucially, just loads of good musical content, Rosie. Seriously, it's the best way to get through a hangover, Rosie. That's the most important thing. £60 a year. That's all it is, guys. And we are not, I repeat, not. And this is not as boasting it's us really being disappointed receiving any uh, kickback or freebies from Disney Plus it's a shame just, yeah, it's a shame they're, they're missing a trick there they really should but you know on this podcast us. we like to back the little guys we like to sort yeah. of shout about little mm-hmm. business ventures that um, small independent producers yeah. are doing this and, little and startup this like- called the Walt Disney Corporation we're, we're, we're wishing the best for them yeah nice one to push yeah and I'm glad we found that fringe show The Simpsons we've given that a bit of heat yes to me done see Dave there we are that's another commission I need it you drinking gin with your mum watching The Simpsons slash Encore every night is uh Sounds like the absolute dream to me. <laughs> so what's your plan for today, RJ? What you what are you doing uh, for the rest of the day? Apart from vomiting, <laughs> I'm writing a children's book. Oh, are cool. Yeah, so this is why quarantine has come at the perfect time. I'm living the dream. I think everyone we've talked to on this podcast so far, you are top of the quarantine Premier League. Yeah. If that is a thing. <laughs> it should be. Great. Well, um, Rosie Jones, thank you so much for coming on Cabin Fever. It's been an absolute joy. You've got your own podcast, haven't you? Yeah, it's called Daddy Look At Me. And <laughs> of course, I am... Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we've got an answer to the question, who's the daddy? <laughs> have we got time to go through this daddy thing again? I'm just not sure we have on the podcast yet. But, I mean, suffice to say, you've literally got personalised, is it Vans or Converse that have daddy written on yeah, them? Yeah, you? You really take this seriously. I got a T-shirt. <laughs> it's a whole brand. <laughs> daddy. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. And this is what I'm going to miss about Edinburgh the most, is mm. bumping into you at 3am 
and you going, oh, here's Daddy, and uh, it's just a real, it's a real. Say hello to Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rosie Jones, we love you lots. Come on this again, please. Yes, Good. please. And now promise not to be hungover. No, I'd rather you were. Thank you. Yeah, that's it's working for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> love good. you. Bye, Rosie. Thank you, Rosie. Lots of love. See you. Bye. Never a bad time talking to Rosie Jones, is it? Never Brilliant. a bad time. Absolutely loved her. Um, and thank you very much for all your uh, connections. Uh, connections? Why do I say connections? What a twat. Thank you for all your yeah, tweets. Fucking prick. Connections. Um, conne- oh, just... It's because I'm desperate for a corporate surrounding. I spent too much time at home. I need to be in an office. Um, Caroline Hardman says, just wanted to say thanks very much. Been listening every morning and you're quickly becoming an essential part of my new normal at a tricky time. That's nice, isn't it, Dave? That's a genuinely yeah, nice that's message. So nice. Genuinely felt a bit like... There's some sort of worth to this podcast. And that was the first time I felt that. And that was really genuinely nice and lovely. So thank you so much for your message. It's so nice to have you with us. And uh, yes, if we are becoming a regular morning uh, feature of anyone's routine, that is, I'd say, genuinely an honour. And if you want to get in touch with the show, of course, um, we've got a Twitter handle, which I organised whilst we were recording the pilot. I didn't really realise what I was doing when I made the Twitter handle. And if you start a new Twitter account these days, it doesn't give you the choice to have something catchy, like at Cabin Fever. So ended up with this. Cabin F-E-A-3709 Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. And as always, worth the disclaimer that the OOO is actually part of the Twitter name. They are three zeros. Cabin FE 8370900. It's longer and more cumbersome than you actually think. Um, Dave, I'm going to go now because uh, it's nearly time for me to go and teach my kids. Have a nice time. I'm going to go back to bed. We're playing Kick the Can today. Do you want to come over and play <laughs> Kick the Can with us? You've really given up, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> Kicking a We're playing can. Smash Your Head into a Wall today, kids. <laughs> uh, off you go. Bye. Oh, hang on, hang on, Dave. Yeah. See you on Monday. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it for the week. Oh, enjoy your weekend. I wonder how different it'll be to your week. <laughs> so different. Oh, can I just say, by the way, um, breaking news from my Instagram account. Let me just check while I'm recording it. Hang on. Um, uh, Rob Beckett, on for next week, mate. Oh, lovely. That's little lovely. Bit, little bit Rob Beckett. There you go. So. Little bit Beckett. Beckett will be on. And actually, considering it's Friday and I forgot to plug this uh, today at all, I'm doing my friends quiz tonight if you are listening to this on Friday. So if you do like friends, um, come over on on Instagram to at FWFpod, Friends with Friends podcast. And uh, me and my co-host Pete are doing a friends quiz. And I think it'll be quite fun, Tom. I Beautiful. Like we'll all quiz together. Bye. See you on Monday. Great big